What up, America and the rest of the world? <laughs> this is Idol Nation. And I'm Lauren. I'm Laura. And we are back with the most exciting and thrilling episode we have maybe ever brought to you because <laughs> we have to cover two nights of American Idol in one podcast. There's a lot going on, but I think we can make it. I believe in us too, Laura, especially yeah. because if we learned one thing, um, American Idol contestants work hard and so do we. <laughs> so why don't we kick it off with some amazing stats that yeah. you helped carry? Oh yeah. Okay. So we've been tracking Instagram growth or Instagram followers and we started our first benchmark um, data point when we met folks during auditions. And then we looked at their Instagrams again this weekend before Sunday's episode to see how many followers they've gained from the first time they were aired to Hollywood week. And um, we wanted to share the progress. So the five contestants with the five highest follower counts uh number one nunsa surprise surprise uh number two Ian. Ooh, love him number three way honey number four jaina elise and number five is sarah beth lieb okay i have some thoughts okay hit him. Do you hit them now? Go. Okay. Well, you're about to get to the insane amount of growth that EM had. So I'm not going to touch on that. I will say we, I don't think we covered Jaina Elise back in the day when we were transitioning to Hollywood week long enough because she was one of the stars of this Hollywood week, which we'll get to. And she lives really close to us. Yeah. She's from DC. I don't think she lives here anymore, but. Well, part of her is still here. But part of her is still here. And then lastly, Sarah Beth, which I want to talk about. (laughs) Um, Yes. So for that, not surprised that they all have this high highest followings. Nunes has had a high following this whole entire time. Um, and I won't spew out numbers because I'm not good with that verbally, but we'll <laughs> we'll have a cool visual soon. Um, but she's always had the highest numbers. So that's not surprising. Um, Ian, we'll talk about his growth in a minute. Way we discussed was already on a singing competition yes. show. So she's already, she started with a high follower um Jaina has also had a high following um she didn't have a huge growth so she came in and she might have been on another show or had something that she gained a huge following and then I think Sarah Beth um was obviously she was great but then she's also been mentioned in some articles yes with her stuff with Katie and we'll cover that when we jump into night one of Hollywood yeah so and then the top five growth very interesting uh John Wayne Hatfield which spoiler alert is sad because he didn't get it past duet night yep we're gonna reveal the rest of those people <laughs> at the end of the episode. but good for him for having huge growth yeah because now we can make it without American Idol yeah um our boy Ian, huge huge growth number two um your favorite Colin Stow Kyle Nostow <laughs> 
And um, part of the reason these folks had such huge growth is because they had such little followers before in the hundreds and low thousands and are all now in the tens of thousands. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, Cam, Eamon, amazing. We love him too. It makes total sense. He he stole the show uh, last week, I think he was on, or the week before. Yes. And then uh, number five is Fire. Also not surprising because she's also been in some more publicity stuff. Yeah. She had this comeback story. She was in two episodes. Um, so those are our top five with a handful of other folks really close behind. Yes. And I just want to note on the percentages because Laura didn't. John Wayne Hatfield has an increased growth of 3,742%. Not followers, percent. Never in my life have I seen anything that's over like 200%. Yeah. And EM has over 2,000% growth. All of these people have over at least 1,000 growth, except for Fire, who has 686. <laughs> so we can share some charts on this data soon so yeah. that you can really break it down in your yeah, mind. really appreciate it. <laughs> so thank you so much, Laura, for crunching all of this data. You're welcome. All right, America. So now you know who to follow or unfollow based on who you like <laughs> on that list. And if you are wondering why some people have such high followers, maybe you should scroll through their Instagram accounts. But now we'll move on to night one. Mm-hmm. Where First, do, where do you want to begin? Well, we can just begin with a really high level overview of what we covered in last week's episode. They were bringing back different mentors from the week before. I mean, from years past. So there were three categories that participants could work on confidence, stage presence, and songwriting. And the mentors they could choose from or who were assigned to them were Katie Turner, Clay Aiken, David Archuleta, mm-hmm. Philip Phillips, Justin Guarini, and mm-hmm. Jordan Sparks. And I think Noah Thompson was in one. Yes. Is this is going to make it seem like they don't actually like American Idol, but was Philip Phillips in America was a, a winner? Yeah. So Clay Aiken, Philip Phillips, Jordan Sparks. They were all winners. Justin Gorini lost to... Oh, yeah. you're right. They weren't. But they were like all top three. Yeah, that's true. All right. So yeah. people were inspired by them. They provided some good insight. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have seen more, but obviously there was a lot going on in yeah. both episodes, so it was hard. But the things that we did see with the mentors were re- some really nice interactions one of note was jordan sparks oh yeah mentoring michaela stacy whose father was on american idol who was on the same season as jordan and they go way way back so like all of these connections yeah i was kind of confused by that at first because i was like why in the world is jordan sparks the winner of american idol babysitting this child's kid but then i real this man's kid yeah but then i realized that's probably because Wait, now I'm really confused. They were on the same season. I know that. So when, so he was, he was like an older contestant. Jordan was a young contestant and he had the baby. He had Michaela (laughs) like while he was on the show. So he was like bringing the baby to the show. And so I think when she was saying babysat, she meant like at the show. Okay. But the wife had birth of the baby, Stacy. Yeah. When Jay, is that his name? Phil. When Phil was auditioning. So yeah. that was a very young baby for Jordan yeah. Sparks to have to watch. It's a lot of pressure. And yeah. she's acting, Stacey's acting like she remembers Jordan Sparks. Yeah. It, Anyways, yeah. not sure if I believe it, but 
that was that happened Mm -hmm. thank you for bringing it up yeah okay observations do you have um we weren't going to cover top three for night one because top two i mean night two was just so intense yeah but we are going to talk about some notable performances yeah i only have a handful um mostly because they were just really fast and you know they're just trying to show us some folks lay down some storylines but um my notable like whoa blew it out of the water um mary beth bird who also sang sang a song that now I can't stop listening to and like hearing everywhere that we had heard during auditions from Owen. Um, I thought she did fantastic. Kyra, I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. Should we just say the songs they sung too? Uh, yeah. Um, Mary Beth Bird was something in the orange. Yeah, which I had never heard either, but it's really good. Yeah. And she did another like really cool rendition of it. Owen did great. Yeah. And then she did a really nice job um kyra did black hole sun with the, i hate that song but she did such an amazing job you with hate it. that song well, it's like the creepiest music video ever i've never heard anyone say that it's i think the creepiest I seen the music video okay imagine watching it as a child it's it's very disturbing okay i'll watch it again and i'll think but she you. did a fantastic job like yeah that was so cool that would be one of my top performances um and then Haven, I was blown away by her songwriting. Yeah. Um, I hate to make the comparison to Taylor Swift. And like, I do think there's a little bit of a storyline around Haven, but she is incredibly talented as a songwriter. And that is like, we have never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Wild. I also wrote down Haven's um, song, which was a song that she wrote for her brother because her brother was suicidal. Um, and luckily he's doing fine now. Mm-hmm. It's called I Still Need You. That is the, the song that I actually cried watching it at night and then watching oh, it in the replay. I, I was, was just like falling. Yeah, it was really, it was amazing, amazing story. And yeah, I mean, to be 16 or 17 and write that kind of stuff is really amazing. I know. Just reading, I wrote down a few of the lyrics and just looking at them now makes me like want to cry oh, okay. again. But so- <laughs> another thing about her real quick because I want to touch on this. Uh-huh. Um, at first, I thought she might have porcelain veneers because her smile <laughs> is just so perfect. But uh-huh. then I saw her brother in the video. <laughs> he, had he had the same exact teeth. Yeah. She does have great teeth. Yes. Um, And then my boy, I wrote I Heart E-M. I just love him so much. I was singing along to the Bonnie Raitt song. Um, God, he's just so good. And I just want him to sing everything and... I think, well, I think it was night two. They were talking about butter, but he's just so good. <laughs> so those are my like top observations and folks that I really enjoyed a lot. Okay. I agree. I also would have mentioned Haven mm-hmm. and Am and Kara, but since you already covered those, I'm going to bring up three different ones. Okay. Um, I want to just quickly touch on Colin Stow. They specifically brought up the fact that you couldn't understand him. Yeah, because he mumbles. But he said, it doesn't matter what your first name is and it doesn't matter what your last name is, which is why here on out, I'm going to call him Kyle Zendel. <laughs> so it's a little inside joke we have among the <laughs> Idol Nation community. We'll see what happens with that. Oh, I will also say that when his little back home story was showing briefly about his work, he was not wearing a helmet on the ladder, which is not an OSHA approved <laughs> task on the build site. Um, 
And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I can I can stop there. I mean, I think that we oh, okay. I'll bring this up for my era of the game. Okay. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so that's it for <laughs> contestants. Um Okay, well, since we're talking about contestants, let's just talk about Sarah Beth. Okay, let's talk about Sarah Beth. So, as you guys may know, in her audition, Katie apparently made fun of her. Or not, she, like, cracked a joke that made her feel like a bad mom or something. Yes. And so, then, I'm wondering if she really wanted to quit or if she was so overwhelmed by that comment that at Hollywood Week, she self-eliminated because, like, her excuse for self-eliminating was, I want to go home and be with my babies. Like, I wonder if she... And then you, Katie was laying it on thick, trying to backtrack from what she had said. So what are your opinions on that? Um, I don't know that I have opinions, honestly. I don't really care. Right. I just think- the podcast well, we're supposed to have commentary. Well, I, I know. My commentary is like, I think it's, I don't, like, Sarah Beth, just make a decision. I don't, like, I'm not interested in her wishy-washiness. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm team Katie. And- um. Honestly, and I don't really like her singing, so. I know. Okay, well, those that's the commentary. So, I mean, I was just thinking, wow, what a turnaround. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that she can't be fully present. But, you know, I feel bad that they're kind of making a storyline out of her. But I'm also like, just make a decision and, yeah. and go one way or the other. And there are a lot of other moms yeah. on the yeah, season who are doing just fine. Yeah, and and there's no shame if you need to go home. That's totally fine. But the I'm just like, yeah, I can't stand the back and forth. Yeah, of that, and it's still unclear if she went to duets. It's unclear if she's made it past. We'll have to check her Instagram, but un- unknown. We'll see. All right, <laughs> I'm tr- quickly trying to find where our eliminated folks are. Oh. Just look in the the nose filter for now. Sorry, y'all. We are looking at our oh, next round. Okay. All right. Moving on. We were introduced to two new idols that we did not meet. Thank you for doing that. That mm-hmm. we did not meet during auditions. Mal- Malik Hurd. Mm-hmm. And Dawson. Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. I was impressed. By which one? Or both? Honestly, I like Dawson more. I thought Malik was really cool, but mm-hmm. I feel like we got more of an introduction to Dawson. Yeah. And, like, he, he sung an original song, which was really good. Yep, I think so, too. I don't know that Malik will go very far, because, yeah, we didn't meet him. At, and there was also a third that was there for a hot minute, Brandon, Brayden Phillips. The He was singing, I don't even know what song he sang, but he was country. Actually, it might have been a Noah Thompson song, um, but he was- well, the, I would definitely not know it then. But it was, he was there for like two seconds because he didn't even make it. So I, I think they showed us who we wanted, they wanted us to see that we're going to continue to go through. Um I'm interested with all these songwriters like Dawson is another one that they made a really sharp point to say that he's a songwriter yeah. in the competition and that they're being really intentional in including them. But yeah, curious to see more from them. Totally agree. Now it's time for us to reveal and say goodbye to the folks who we lost 
Oh, wait, versus the error of the game. I want to switch this up a bit. The error of the game was Lyric switching her song to this theatrical performance. Mm -hmm. She didn't even sing a musical type Mm -hmm. song in her audition. And all of the, like the whole theme of auditions was don't be a thespian. She (laughs) sung Just Keep Moving the Line and Lionel and Katie hated it. It was so crazy. They were talking (laughs) so much trash. I think, I think Luke's, direct words were I thought we slapped the theater out of her or or they said something (laughs) like that at some point I think it was about her and then they're like nope we sure did it we didn't do it hard enough yeah um and that's life (laughs) yeah read the room lyric yeah I mean I wasn't surprised um okay and (laughs) then line like Lionel's closing remark before she left she did not get the memo (laughs) I do like when he gets like a little more fired up during these rounds. It's he's the best. Well, I think it was actually during the night one when Lionel, Lucy Love was singing, and mm-hmm. Katie and Lionel were freaking out. They like stood up and started walking in circles, and Katie <laughs> took off her jacket, and then Lionel put it like tried to pretend like he was putting it on. <laughs> Maybe because they don't really have to do anything now; they yeah. can just watch, and so they like start to really observe and listen and you could see like their expressions get so funny and they're yeah. really, like paying attention I mean they're so great um yeah it was good it was good but mm-hmm. now for something a little more sad it's time for us to say goodbye to some idols contestants I'm not sure if this music is getting picked up or not <laughs> but now we will say goodbye back and forth to okay. Ashley Tankard <laughs> Braden Phillips, Danny Epp, Cameron Lawson, Keelan, Lyric Medeiros, Michaela Stacy, Oprah Keblon, Owen Eckerd, Tanner Charles. We will miss you. And we would love for you to come on the podcast. So yeah. please go ahead and slide into our DMs. We'll still hype up your music. Hell yeah. Thank you for entertaining us and <laughs> sometimes making us cry. Yep. Good luck in your endeavors. Yes. And speaking of cry, what would you give this tier level? Oh, I had no tears night one. Okay. So you're going to be a zero? Yep. I don't believe I had any tears either. <laughs> okay. So we're going to our, our first zero. I mean, I thought it was a really good episode. It was good. It's just really like straightforward. There's no like stories, no yeah. sad grandpas, nothing going on. Yep. Very true. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving on to the much more thrilling and exciting night. Do it. Oh, night. Yeah. And this was exceptionally exciting because the contestants got to pick their own partners. Mm-hmm. Have they done that before? Is they that, made it that seem like they didn't. New. No, because I feel like in the past, it's been almost a game. Like you, oh, yeah. you pick your card and then the yeah. person's on the back and stuff. That's true. Um, Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword when you pick your own partner. I totally agree. Which we saw some of that last night. Yeah. So Laura and I are going to pick our top three duets each. I I feel like we have to comment on a few (laughs) other duets that just went crazy, but do you want to go first? Um, I don't know that I have three. I think we could just comment on whatever I think we just comment because I don't know that I necessarily have three and we probably want to talk about the same. Yes, we do. (laughs) Okay, so just pick what you want to talk about. Um, 
let's just go in order okay or at least in the order of the things that i've written down okay how awkward was karina and nunsa's whole entire interaction well this was my error of the game nunsa and karina were not like the best partners no, no they were i felt so bad for karina do you want to tell them a little bit of the backstory for the listeners who didn't watch um they just thought they would be besties and that that was a good idea to be duets but that has nothing to do with singing in a duet <laughs> and working together and it backfired completely and Nunsa was throwing Karina under the bus um they didn't practice well um yeah it was just like a train wreck from start to finish um Nunsa like went to sleep when Karina Karina wanted to yes. still practice and at one point like they're even their outfits didn't match yeah, and it was so honestly the, I did not think the performance was that bad I think the energy they came into the stage with and Karina specifically calling Nutsa out yes. was a bad move there was tension everyone can feel it yeah it, yeah it was not great um in the end Nutsa got through Karina went home I thought Karina did really great though for all things considered I was sad to see her go me too especially because we didn't really get that much of her singing during the audition we only got the meet my balls like promo so i thought she did a great job that's Mm -hmm. a shame yeah that was a lot bad move on your part Mm -hmm. and i think nutsa was the i mean karina was the one that probably made the choice but they both have their personalities are too strong okay i don't have a lot to say about this but i will say hannah nicolaisen and warren pay Uh yeah is it pay or P? P. I just want to say their rendition of Tim McGraw's It's Your Love was so good. So good. I actually don't like country, but this is one of my favorite songs. It was just amazing. It was really great. I, like, and I actually wrote down, they should just quit this and like form a band <laughs> because I was so impressed. And she, yeah. she was, for those just tuning in, she was formerly a college volleyball player. She just started singing like three months ago. Yeah. You could tell that she wasn't reserved, but it seemed like she also had a lot of like, I don't know. She just has pure skill. Yeah. Nope. That was a really great performance. I agree. Totally agree. Um, My next note was just how much Luke Bryan loves Matt Wilson. I know. He <laughs> like he loves him. Um, And Matt's great. It's just a um, I think you'd say like R&B kind of voice. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes he sounds really awesome if he chooses the right song. Yeah. And him, he and um elise christine oh they sang the reason they did a phenomenal job yeah. too um but i just like just took a note of how much luke loves matt i know he brings it up like every <laughs> time matt does. sings i he does like i do think it must be the song choices and maybe we can't maybe it's not translating as well from like stage to tv because yeah. he just hasn't been wowing me until that mm-hmm. song i agree yeah, we'll see. And our opinions matter. We know everything <laughs> about music. Um, okay, Zach, Zachary Raya and and Isaac Brown. So Zachariah is a guy who was working at the burger shop. Apparently he still is. He made a comment about that. Mm-hmm. And then Isaac Brown was the busker. They picked, they named themselves the Body Roll Boys. And they picked Elton John's I'm Still Standing, which is one of my favorite songs by Elton John. They could not remember <laughs> a single lyric. They made up all the lyrics, but everyone was getting into it. <laughs> I, I I just wrote like WTF the whole time. 
Why do you choose a song that you don't know any of the lyrics to that you don't even like know an inkling of the lyrics to that doesn't make any sense. And they're not making these decisions on their own. They have all of these like producers and people and like uh, singing coaches, like all of these people coaching them being like, yeah, this sounds great. No, this doesn't. No one is telling them (laughs) to choose these songs that they don't know. And can't remember. It was so cringy. They pulled it out and figured it out. But I was just like shaking my head. Why would you choose songs that you don't know? Yeah, I don't know. But I actually thought it was so entertaining. It was very entertaining. (laughs) Very impressive that they could make it work. One of my favorite (laughs) things about Hollywood Week and Showstopper is when they pan to the actual contestants absorbing the songs. (laughs) And for this, before they started getting into it everyone stood up and was clapping and excited uh-huh. dancing they filmed a, a way on e yeah and she just she was like starting to like shake her head and she was like yeah <laughs> yeah when they were so bizarre. i don't know but i was just like this is amazing yeah so was. i really i really love that performance uh, that was something else what what's next on your i list? do have a few things okay um we can make these quick um em tongi and oliver Another tear-jerking performance. Amazing. Em's father's guitar that he had promised him he would play broke right before the performance. Mm-hmm. Caused a lot of tear play among everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luke was losing it. <laughs> and was like, we're going to get that guitar fixed. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, you don't worry about that. We'll get that fixed real fast around here. <laughs> um, What did they sing? Uh save your tears for an oh my gosh just like everything was so great and Oliver being so supportive um see him the whole time and just like a beautiful brotherhood between the two of them and tears and then Luke called him out that he had the lyrics on his guitar the whole time <laughs> it was so cute um but that's better than having it on your phone and having your phone in your face that's very um, true but amazing amazing like it's gonna be a sad day i thought they were gonna choose between the two of them and i was not prepared for that decision i was happy oh my god me too they would definitely be in my top 10 Mm -hmm. all right you got one um i okay a lot of my comments are were like what in the world is going (laughs) on um kaylin and tyson don't need to spend a lot of time to platinum yeah. ticket winners yeah paired together um did great but it was also like wait what is going on it was sort of chaotic theatrical weird but they're very talented and they could pretty much do whatever the hell they wanted which they did so interesting to see like where that goes because i thought that was kind of wild any no i was not a fan yeah <laughs> I was just like, what? okay the camo cousins okay i i know why they made the decision well this was another like bad play of the game they yeah they picked a song they shouldn't have chosen it wasn't a strength for e- either of them for preston and john wayne um and then they couldn't both kind of do their part of the song mm-hmm. and but the confidence also wasn't there from john wayne and unfortunately he got let go but i wish they could have done something different because i think he's so talented mm-hmm. um i think preston's talented too and i'm excited to see what else he can sing but i was just like 
I felt bad again, but they paired together. They, yeah. they shouldn't have done that in the first place. Yeah. And that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. And they became camo cousins because they both were camo to the show and they actually got matching tattoos that said 2001, which makes me think that's they the did? year they were born. Yeah. Oh, I missed the tattoo part. They got matching tattoos and um, they sung a Luke Bryan song. So obviously Luke Bryan was kind of excited about it, but because Luke Bryan sung it, I think it proves that the vocals won't be that challenging or exciting. Mm. So they didn't get to show off anything. Yeah. But they probably picked it because that song is also a duet. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, the song's called By Dirt. Yeah. Um, but not not great. So I was bummed. Yeah, those were two songwriters. Um, yeah. I wasn't really that impressed. John Wade had a touching story with sweet big grandpa, sweet gay <laughs> grandpa Ray. Grandpa Ray. Yeah. But I thought Preston was a better singer and songwriter from the beginning. So I'm yeah. not that surprised. Yeah. I just thumbed and i think he's the cute he's a cute little teddy bear <laughs> um okay pj and way on okay pj is also no okay no go oh my gosh i'm sorry y'all we're going through all of them no okay it's okay i think because they all were something else okay <laughs> pj and way where what is what planet are we on like they sang um hit him up style <laughs> a bizarre choice and they made it one of the weirdest in a good way i think renditions and performances and it was like so weird it was good and the judges had nothing to say and they both went through like i was just like where are we it was like they had dance moves there was like some uh way did some like scatting she's like oh, so weird and then um yeah. I don't know. I, I wrote down, like, how the hell would they put this together in one yeah. day? Like, they really made it their own. I thought that was such an awesome performance. Yeah. And Katie actually said, you were one. Yeah. We should have been paying to see this, she said. It was really good. Yeah. I think what, we're, what we've seen, and I, I wonder what the other duets were like, that a lot of these ones that are going through were very, very, very creative. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe the other ones were just like, Oh, you're a good singer. Yeah. You get through. So maybe that's why we only saw a few of them. And I think they highlight that you can fix things in a crunch. I really hope that my email notification didn't just make a sound. Well, now you drew attention to it. Um, <laughs> that was that. That was an email from Wild Richie. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. I This is where I got a lot of tears with Cam and Jay mm-hmm. and their storyline. Cam platinum ticket winner this is his first time on the stage here in hollywood week he chooses jay who we've never met mm-hmm. um and cam chooses jay with a lot of grace is just like kind of drawn to jay doesn't know much about jay but was like i want to give them a chance and um then jay like does a 180 and leaves in the middle of the night cam doesn't know what's going on he thinks he's gonna have to sing by himself then jay comes back puts cam in a tough spot of like they had no time to practice um and then they finally got together and sang oh i didn't did i not write it down they what song did they sing they sang Oh, it's I not can't here. remember. Why is it's it? okay. We'll we will not edit it in. Well, they they sang a song that clearly I don't know very well, or else I'd remember it. But 
Cam pulled it out, but he didn't have as much confidence. He wasn't able to shine as much as he does. He usually did. And ultimately, I thought Katie said it well that he showed a lot of compassion the whole time with Jay and that that and they knew that he's talented. They knew that he had all these things. And regardless of his performance, they knew he could go on. I thought that was like so touching. I totally agree. And they didn't really specify how Jay classified themselves, yes. but he was that he they sorry. Yes. Um I believe it was American Idol's first person to who used the pronouns they or at least who how it was like portrayed yes, in I the think episode. So too. Yep. Um, very intentionally we heard they. Yes. Yeah. And so that would be one of the examples of societal relevancy. Um because other shows wouldn't do that. Yes. Um I everyone freaks out. Everyone sometimes needs to stop. But I just hope that certain facets of America don't say like typical, yeah. you know, like blow this person's emotions out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen. They both yeah. went through and yes. I'm really proud. And, yes. and also Cam bride his like authentic oh, tears gosh. again and that obviously and just like couldn't stop hugging jay like it was just there was just a very sweet dynamic between the two of them anyway from the beginning and i was glad they could come back together and jay sang really great yeah for sure um and was also very supportive so yep be very interesting <laughs> to see how that develops but for can't, sure just love cam even more what 100 percent um another trio or one and only trio mm-hmm. summer joy jana elise and aiden so aiden as y'all remember um is neurodiverse mm-hmm. and he had a mental breakdown and yeah. he actually said it's so important that people see this side of my disability which again like shout out to american idol yeah. for allowing him That's to have great. this stage he and there ended up being an odd number of people so he didn't have a partner and then like Jane, he's he joins Jana. She's the first person that's like join our group. Mm-hmm. Um, so he joins Jana, Elise, and Summer Joy. We had not seen Summer Joy in nope. the past. They, I thought they did an amazing. They job. They did really great. I was worried at first. It was like a little shaky. Did they also sing "I'm Still Standing"? Yes. Yeah, and they knew all the lyrics. And they knew all the lyrics. It's not a complicated song. No. Um, and they uh yeah they did a really great job they like turned it around and made it kind of their own and and he played the piano and it was really great (laughs) yeah and there were again so many tears um katie called them the holy trinity and i just (laughs) wanted to comment on um summer summer and jana had really cool outfits and then jade aiden had on like khaki cargo shorts and like a polo like so it was just cute that they all still had their own styles yeah and they were like best friends yeah they were great Okay, and since we're talking about mm-hmm. our good friend Jana, should we just hop on over to fire? Yep, that was the last one I had a note on. Yeah, I think that was our last performance of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with fire, she was paired up with Kaya. Yeah, Kaya Stewart, and they were going. They were singing. Um, uh, what's his face? What do you want from me, Adam Lambert? Yes, another former idol. Um, and they had a good thing going on until Kaya got very sick and removed herself from the competition. Then fire wasn't sure 
what she was going to do and came to the stage to sing by herself. Um, and then, oh my gosh, it was just like so emotional. And Katie lost it and was like, no, you're not going to sing by yourself. Who wants to sing and ask the audience or the other contestants who wanted to sing with her. And our, our girl Jaina gets the inclusive inclusivity award, jumped up and joined her on stage to sing this random song that she hadn't prepared for and was so lovely and supportive. Yeah. And and she really played like a backseat role Mm -hmm. in that song. She didn't try to use it to boost herself at all. Um, So I thought that was really a beautiful touching moment. I will say I'm getting, I got multiple text messages from people saying that fires had enough chances, which kind of like pissed me off. Cause I'm like, she's getting the short end of the stick. Like it's not like she messed up in any way here. No, no, absolutely not. I felt so terrible for her last night with Kaya leaving and then Katie I mean Katie was bawling and was so emotional and I felt that a lot because you could see it was just another time that fire was getting let down with things out of her control and I was so glad that Katie like made a point to say like you're you're not going to be let down anymore and there are things that you can control and um, they let her go through to the next round mm-hmm. and I think that was the right decision yeah she said you're not going to be abandoned anymore yeah you're not going to be was, abandoned oh, it was <laughs> very touchy um, yeah one other note on Kaya and um Kaya Stewart and mm-hmm. Fire being paired I just thought it was an interesting pair because Kaya was like born into wealth and <laughs> Fire had such a different upbringing yeah. so like putting them together I mean, people obviously relate, even though they have like different histories and childhood traumas, yeah. but it was just like, wow, what a contrast. That's true. Assuming that Kaya is rich, but yes. I would assume so since her father is in the Hollywood you never Hall know. of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now it's time to say goodbye to those that we know we lost in episode two of Hollywood Week. Mm-hmm. You want me to just say them? Or are you gonna... Yeah, go for it. Well... I don't think this is accurate. Oh, Karina D'Angelo, John Wayne Hatfield, Kaya Stewart. And that's it for who we had to to part with. Yeah, there might be some others, but those are the ones that we saw and are aware did not make it through. Yes. So we basically just gave you the insights of top folks that we cared about there were others that made it through as laura just mentioned and it's really impossible for us to provide completely accurate data since we are only seeing what y'all are seeing yeah but when we get when we really blow up and get these episodes ahead of time then we'll be able to dig deeper yeah and i think the best way for that to happen is if you guys Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. <laughs> Almost done. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. And then you just play that on repeat. Um, I will say many uh, segments that we added, like Error of the Game mm-hmm. and that song, was pulled from a different podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the societal issues that we touched on in these past two episodes were suicide um mm-hmm. trans rights i'm just gonna say that yeah um neurodiversity and people with 
different disabilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, These aren't really societal issues, but they're basically just relevant topics in society today. So shout out to American Idol for for touching on those. Mm -hmm. Do you want to have any last words? Um, last words. Feel like there's still so many people we haven't seen in a while. I'm sure there are more people that we haven't met at all that we will see next week during Showstoppers. Yes. Um, and they just are. The talent is amazing. I mean, it's going to be hard to vote every week because. There's a lot of really great people. Yeah. Um, it's all good. And like from the Reddit, there was, and I might, so I have a friend who wants to come and share her insights on uh, just about American Idol since okay. she's like a convert. Excellent. So I was thinking we could have a side, a side, just mini episode where we listen to her remarks. So maybe we can then share that with our other friends who okay. have not yet converted. Sure. And then um, there was a post on Reddit that was like, get a chat gpt to create a sob story about american idol and some of the sob stories were so <laughs> funny and they weren't i mean they're not real so they yeah, were funny yeah um oh my god so maybe we'll come and do a little story time one day oh, they wow. made one for Car- katie fairy even um ai is scary <sighs> ai artificial intelligence not american idol <laughs> so on that note we guys we guys you guys i hope that you and like oh my god <laughs> Oh my God, it's been such a long day. We (laughs) hope that you enjoyed this dual episode recap. Right? Yeah. We're going to figure this out. Maybe this is the same format we'll do next week. Yeah, I think it it fit well enough. And then, yeah, we'll see once we get to live shows how that works. Yeah, that's going to be a different story. But anyways, hope you like this. Yeah. It's really heating up out there. Yep. We'll see see you next week. See ya on the flip side. <laughs> this is Lauren. This is Laura. And this has been Idol Nation. Oh yes, please um go ahead and head on over to www.americanidoluniversity.edu to submit your application. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.